Welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com, the only podcast dedicated exclusively to poker tournament strategy. Now here's your host, Clayton Fletcher. Once again, everybody, and welcome to the Tournament Poker Edge podcast. I'm your host, Clayton Fletcher, here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm not alone. I am at the TPE house with the two guys that are most associated with TPE. As from the beginning of time, we've got the one and only Derek Tenbush. I'm here. Killing birds in the house. I'm so happy Las to Vegas finally <laughs> meeting him in person for the first time. Yeah. And that's not all. We also have the very hungover Mark Aliotto. <laughs> truth, truth. Craps till 5 a.m. We'll do that to you. Yeah. It's <laughs> one so, of the downsides of Vegas. This is a different experience. All of us Sick. actually being in the same location at the same time. Yeah, this is cool. Not having to use Skype. Instead, we're talking into this little microphone thing, which I really hope is working. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like the fifth day of the World Series of Poker or something like that. Um, how's it going for you guys so far? Things have been really good. Um, been here, I guess, a week, roughly. Um, haven't played as much poker. Well, I didn't, as I mentioned on the podcast with you last time I was on, I didn't come out with a schedule or anything or even a plan. I was just going to come out and play when I felt like playing. I probably played less than I thought I would, but um, I played three birds. Uh, but we also had the TPE party to do, so that basically eliminates two days out of the week because sure. you can't play that day and you, you certainly, certainly can't not play a, the day yeah, after. Yeah. Um, and so that was a blast. And uh, yeah, things have been good. It's just it's always so much fun to get out here, not just for the poker, which we've talked about a lot how great this series is and how it's poker summer camp oh, and the greatest month of the year and all that but also just catching up with old friends you know like mark one of my best buddies and we see each other like once or twice a year maybe so um yeah so it's been great so i was unable to attend the tpe meetup mark how was it it was a blast yeah blast. i heard I think, it was a good turnout i think we did like 30 to 40 maybe That's 40 incredible. on top yeah. yeah um pts didn't have shuffleboard which kind of sucked but Oh, just drank a lot, talked some hands. It was a good time. Again, just meeting a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. Um, so, yeah, it was good. For me, only played the online event. Might play the a win or the Millie Maker this week. But the online event I want to talk about because you both played it as well. Yeah, we all three played the $400 event number seven, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, the online one of the online bracelet events they have a bunch of them this year that actually they can you can play if you're in New Jersey or Nevada which is kind of cool um, we were in Nevada uh, I got like 600th out of I, I was I was right there too yeah it was the so we talked a little bit earlier it was one of the softest tournaments I've ever played in my life and for a 400 to be that soft is just like you need to be playing these tournaments like it's almost a must to come out here if, even if you just played the online event like would be worth your time yeah i was surprised at the play um so you and i didn't cash but derek did i did i had a nice run all right well what i thought was a pretty nice run i ended up finishing 69th I think, that's fantastic we made, we made some jokes. almost two thousand players yeah and it was uh, 100 what was it One hundred and sixty-five thousand on top yeah and crazy I totally agree with you guys. Like, it was, it was yeah. crazy how soft it was. As it got deeper, certainly there were a couple of tough spots at some of my tables. But, I mean, early on, it was just like punt city. Like, people were just, I guess because of that three re-entry thing, man, people were just, they were going for it. And I was, I basically sat back and, like, retrieved punts. 
Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> Hunt Turner. And then Hellmuth yeah. too. Final table. What do you take? Fifth. Yeah, I think fifth. Uh, that's just insane. Like he's tweeting out like, "Oh, I don't care where my 16th bracelet comes. I'll take it online." So good for him. Yeah, and he's like never played online, even yeah. though he was the face of Ultimate Bet or whatever back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Yeah. He's not. He's just never been an online player at all. Um, so it's kind of cool that he got fifth um, or whatever it was. Uh, a lot of been, a lot of stuff's been going on. We've only been here like less than a week, and a lot of stuff has been going on. Um, you know, people are getting touched under the table. Oh wait, wait! People are oh, okay, throwing in okay. the wrong chip. So and... I know the whole story about that. If okay. you want to talk about that. All right, that. let's do that one first. Then. Yeah, because I know everything about set that. Set the stage for set the stage. Well, no, no, you go ahead and set the stage <laughs> okay. because I just spoke to someone who backs the the guy in the picture. Go okay. ahead, walk him through the story, right, and I'll so tell you everything. Actually, maybe Derek, you should do this because this is something I didn't even know about until we got here. Yeah. So basically, uh, it was was it in the shootout? It was a sit and go. Oh, it was a sit and go. So, sit and go ends. Kitty, Kitty Koo. 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 Yeah. who has a, a, I love her Twitter. It's funny. Yeah, she has a big following on Twitter, which makes this kind of worse. The story. Um, she gets knocked out, and then she immediately tweets out something about being like inappropriately touched by the person who knocked her out. With and a it, it was a picture of the guy who knocked her out. They actually played head up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the story. Basically what happened, it was another gentleman, and he did, this guy was touching her, but not the guy she took the picture of. She wanted to chop with the gentleman who was actually staked by one of my really good buddies, and I just spoke to him like a couple hours ago. It's just like breaking news. I love it. And he's like, no, I don't want to chop. The guy is a head, plays head up, sit and goes for a living, so he's not going to chop with anyone here. Um, beats her, and then immediately an hour later, that picture comes up. And so it's, uh, hey. So, yeah. It's pretty messed up. And I loved her Twitter too, but like, and then so she ended up apologizing, being like, oh, it wasn't that guy in the picture. So it was just to clarify, gentleman. she was molested under the table by someone. <laughs> it was, I think, yeah. <laughs> but not the guy that won. That, and not the guy that she took the picture and of so and posted on Twitter. And so she posted a picture of somebody who didn't touch her, who knocked her out, head up, one chop with her. Right, and then she took, she like deleted the tweet, deleted the tweet, withdrew her statement, yeah. and said like, "Oh, it was a different guy or something." Right, <laughs> it's weird. That's weird. Like, if somebody's like being inappropriate, you should, you should definitely call people's attention to it. Sure. And I don't think that you know, as male poker players, we shouldn't be putting our hands on the female poker players without permission. Right. Um, certainly, sure. or, or even the male poker players. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be touched either. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you're going to like kind of publicly shame someone, you want you might want to make sure you're shaming the right person. Yeah, yeah not the guy that just beat you head up that wouldn't chop with you. I mean, it was super fishy, and like she, like I said, she did get touched. So weird. Yeah, weird. that's weird. So that's one thing that's been going on. Another thing that's been happening is people are throwing in their uh, time continuation chip in the super high roller bowl, <laughs> and then somebody's acting like they thought it was a call, but it was really just a time continuation chip. So you guys have been watching the video. Tell me who the players are. Tell me what happened. I don't know if I remember any of the players' names. Well, it was Lucky Chewy. Lucky Chewy was at the table. Um, yeah, I don't know their names either. Okay. They're really well-known high roller guys. High roller guys, yeah. yeah. Okay, so what happens is somebody, like, they have these little chips that are called time extensions. So you have a time limit in that tournament so that you don't tank forever. 
uh, on every decision. I think all tournaments should have those, but that's a, a story for another Agreed. day. Uh, so they throw it in. It looks like kind of like a regular chip, but it's clearly a different color. And it's a different type of chip. So he throws it in to indicate to the dealer, I'm going to need more time to make my decision. So the way he throws it in, I will say, he does slide it. He slides it in. Slides okay. it in. I think it was backhand. He did it with his thumb, remember? He did like a... Yeah. Did, like you would... like. I fold like that sometimes. Like he takes his thumb, right. places it on top of the thing, and the thumbs it in. Yeah. So what happens first? So we need to say, gentleman opens jack nine, right. All in, and then now it's on. I forget who it is. It's on another player to act, and jack nine's behind him, right? So he flicks in. Go ahead. You can finish it now. The time card in. Yeah, and then the next player, the original opener who had jack nine suited. Who's close in chips to the guy, uh, third and fourth, and ICM jumping? This is huge. I mean, right. So real it's like, money, it's, it's big like boy hundreds money. of thousands yeah. of dollars of equity <laughs> yeah. at, at stake here. And now that guy, the, now the player that is thrown in the time, uh, the time extension chip, has not made a decision yet about the hand. Right. But the next player throws his cards away, out of turn. Right. The original opener, which is obviously such. Gives such it makes it a lot easier because the gentleman who had ace queen, who was tanking the call, when he knows that the guy who initially opened is gone, like that makes your decision so much easier. Right. Because especially with those jumps, like ace queen, and, and I said ace queen, he was probably always going to call, but like they had like ace jack or something. It's a really tough spot with a gentleman behind you, forehanded, like when you're talking hundreds of thousands and jumps. Yeah. Um, and now this is like you know an uproar on Twitter over this, um, where most of the opinions that I've read seem to be on the side of this guy has done stuff like this before. Like in a sense, it's an angle. Like if you throw your cards away and it's not your turn, and you're basically like helping somebody else make the decision you want that person to make anyway, that is an angle, right? Now, if he honestly thought that it was a call, then it's not an angle. It's just an honest mistake. But because the gentleman has a reputation. Yeah, see, I didn't read. Any, right? I didn't. Re- I didn't read anything about that. But I figured when Ike Haxton and uh, Dan Smith were talking about it, remember I told you yeah. I was like, you know, like if they're gonna say they like, don't jump this in, is scummy, yeah. they're not jumping in unless it's scummy. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I stood. Like it, it looked very. Um, his his shocked response looked very legitimate or whatever. Like he, it looked like a mistake to me. And I the sliding it, of the thing like a yeah, fold. Yeah, the way it worked was perfect. Or the way the way it happened was very believable. You could see why he made the mistake. Right. But, but then you hear this stuff. You're yeah. like, and his immediate reaction is, nobody can see my face. He goes, like <laughs> a very surprised kind of, face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which it kind of looked like he was acting. I mean, you should watch. We'll watch it after. You know, and I'll, and I'll put a link on the the website. Where the podcast is posted, I'll put a link to the YouTube video of it happening. So if anybody wants to see it, just go over to TV and click on this podcast episode, and you'll you'll see the link to it. Yeah, I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it, you know, because I've been out there crushing. You know, yeah. I'm just kidding. I've, day two, I, yeah, I made day two. You made stacks in every way. Yeah, it's I played okay. four tournaments and I've built a big stack in all of them. That um, doesn't mean that I cashed in all of them. I actually haven't cashed in anything yet. <laughs> but um, at the time we're recording this podcast, which is June sixth. I'm preparing to play day two of the $3 million guaranteed tournament at Venetian tomorrow. And uh, it would be really nice to uh, run deep in that one. Start the summer off with a little binky bank. That's a sick guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. And they crushed it. I mean, I think for first place, it's going to be about a million dollars. So that's cool. That's awesome. I mean, I've worked to do. There's some really big stacks already, but 
you know, I'm, I'm in a good position to, uh, you know, try to run it up. Yeah. You know, how, how many BBs are you going into day two with? Let's see. Uh, I have 114,000 and the average is about 160,000. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, 2,000, 4,000. Oh, yeah, so right. it's not like I have to just, just under know, 30. push and pray. Yeah. It's a good stack to spend. And it's hour-long levels, right? Yeah. Yeah, your money. Yeah, Perfect. so we'll see. We'll see. So wish me luck. By the time many people listen to this, I, I guess I'll be playing that, right? This will come out tomorrow. You'll be at yeah, the final table. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you think, Mark. <laughs> so what else has been going on, like, news-wise? Uh, Twitter is the first. Can I just say Twitter is pretty great in the summertime. Yeah, the, like with with the World Series, yeah. like and I like I'm on Twitter all day, just like oh, what's the gossip today? Right. It's just like you wake up and you open it up to see who did something stupid or whatever. I mean, yeah. there was a, apparently some sort of Matt Stout Maurice Hawkins confrontation. <laughs> Somebody said it got physical. I don't know if that's oh, true. No. Friend of the podcast, Matt Stout, uh, and that's part of the problem. If he problem. gets mad at someone, it's usually for the right reason. So I will say that. But well, I don't know. And you know Maurice Hawkins has. We know he's a chirper. Yeah, he's a chirper. Yeah. And Matt may not like <laughs> chirpers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Maurice uh, tends to rub a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah. That's probably the understatement <laughs> right. of the decade. It's part of his edge, too, at the yeah, table is his chirpiness. So, yeah. And I think it's important to say, too, like, in all the things we talk about, like, that happen on Twitter, like, we don't know much. Like, right. we're, we're just commenting on what we're seeing. But The Kitty Koo story, we know. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this one we it literally was a tweet like that, and then I, I tried to dig into it. I didn't want to text Matt or anything like, "Hey, <laughs> but uh, did anybody get punched?" <laughs> I did. I texted him already. He hasn't responded yet. But you know, Matt and I are friends. Uh, I, I text him, "Have you been fighting people?" <laughs> so uh, it, maybe while we're recording, he'll respond. <laughs> but so great. far, he hasn't. <laughs> then today, also the five k, which had four hundred runners, was. Maria Ho, Shannon Shore, and Deoxy. What's his real name? Deoxy. I just call him Deoxy. But De- we know him from Twitter. It was Deoxy. It was a star-studded final table, yeah. as you'd expect in a 5K. Yeah, of course. Uh, and also, I think a European, maybe a Russian gentleman actually played really well. But it was we watched it on Poker Go, and uh, it was pretty amazing. Pretty good tournament to watch. And go ahead, KB. You want to brag about making money? So, yeah, we did a little draft <laughs> of players, and, uh, of course, I just made the perfect pick. You got first pick, and you picked the guy with the most chips. <laughs> Fuck you, Dean. <laughs> uh, but my guy won, shipped the money my way, which all I'm doing is shipping money my way lately, because we went out and played craps last night, and we crushed it. Mark won a lot last night, too. Um, he won in bowling, too. That's right. That too? I won in bowling. I cashed the online event. Ten percent of that's great. Jeez, me, you should be playing more poker. Yeah. I know you're running that. High. Well, the problem is everything else I've played has been dust. <laughs> oh, oh, well, that's a problem. I played a random Orleans bird. Um, I oh, the... Deoxy is Daniel Strelitz. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. First okay. bracelet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I he played, played, he he's, played he's a boss. I played yeah. against him before. He's a very, very tough opponent. It was cool too because none of them have won a world a bracelet, but all of them have been at like big final big tables. final tables. Yeah. So it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah I think um, he got like third in the LAPC a couple years ago. So he's done some other things. Yeah. He, ra- I mean, he even said it at the end. It head up. He's like, dude, I had it every time. He literally had it every time. Yeah. yeah. And, he, um, and when he didn't, he hit it by the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's yeah. hard to beat a great player who's running like God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And they were relatively deep too, and it didn't last that long. I think they started at like, at they both had six million, which I think was sixty bigs. Yeah, I think it was, it was, I think or it was, even more. Yeah. I think it was eighty k. But yeah, it was awesome to watch. 
I, I, everyone should get Poker Go. If you're interested in what's going on in the World Series, uh, we don't sponsor them, right? They don't sponsor us. Yeah, right? we don't even have a referral code. Yeah, no, it's so cheap. Like, yeah. it's so, uh, it's well worth, money well spent. I've said that a million times on this show. And one thing I'll say, like, we... And Clayton hosted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on there sometimes. Yeah, yeah check we, me out. You know, we always talk about how, like, all, all the, the many great things that we get to do in Vegas while we're here for the summer. One of my favorites is sitting, withering on the couch, watching poker go or, or any other poker with friends and like talking to playing and playing online is so fun with a stream. bunch of people yeah. oh, so fun yeah. it's like two months two million yeah I get better oh, every summer show. <laughs> I, I always divert back to bad but during, after the summer I get, I get good yeah. because you just sit here and talk to like great players about hands and stuff and it's like so yeah if you got if you got nine ninety nine or whatever it is, it's fair. Yeah, get yourself over. Oh, well, I should mention in that Venetian event, I I sat at the same table with our friend Andrew Brokus. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. So oh, we got to play together. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately for me, like we were like across from each other. You know, I don't want to be like on his left. I don't want him on my right. Yeah. It, it's uh, it was just better. Really. Yeah. It's better. Like we kind of like he's over there. I'm over here. <laughs> and he stole my blind once. I stole his blind once. I think that was, <laughs> that was, that was as far <laughs> as it got. Um, his new book is out. Now you guys need to uh, yeah. cop that as soon as possible. Play optimal poker. Yeah, you were saying and let's really just good. be clear, you came up right when you walked in the house and one of the first things you said was how good the book was. Yeah, it's so good. I mean he's uh he's a great teacher, he's a really good communicator. He he can make things clear that are very hard to explain and that's a talent. It yeah, is. That's as much of a talent that he has as uh, you know, being a funny Twitter follow <laughs> yeah. or, or you know, being good at poker. Just yeah. there are a lot of people who are good at things but they can't really break it down like you know, right. like you ask Pavarotti, how do you sing so well? He probably can't really explain it, right. you know, because it's just he's so talented. But Andrew's got that blend of uh, the talent, but also like he's got a teaching background. So he's good at kind of boiling it down to its components. There are things in that book about uh, GTO and how to apply it to real life. And uh, there are concepts that I thought I understood, but I realized from reading the book, I had them wrong. And, you know, I've been... I've been studying poker for like 20 years. So I, I my mind is blown. Was it just like, wow, like, yeah, wow, yeah. Like yeah a few, shit, a few like... moments where I'm like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be my plane ride home book. I think. Yeah. I definitely recommend it for sure. Um, so the big 50, uh, was oh, like man. the, uh, they started this world series with a splash. Yeah, I mean, see how many runners it got? 28,000. Oh my God. The, the largest, Rio was insane. the largest live, poker tournament in world history yeah uh eclipsing the former record held also by the wsop uh the colossus from a few years ago was in the twenty-three thousand range i want to say mm. um so they just blew it out of the water i mean yeah. the fact that they got twenty-eight thousand <laughs> entries to a 500 hundred dollar tournament um absolutely insane and we played it it was ridiculous i mean uh the action in that tournament was absolutely out of control it's so good for poker, too, because a lot of people on Twitter were tweeting about, like, oh, the lines, and they shouldn't have these small events. A lot of the higher yeah. stakes guys, it's like, no, 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 no. We need this. Like, the poker community needs, the economy needs these small tournaments. People fly in, and then what they did good this year, too, is they had the 600 deep stack right after it. Right so after. people end up staying a week, play the 500, bust that, play the 600, but... It's pretty amazing to get twenty eight thousand to play a card game. Yeah, well, they're starting <laughs> exactly, and they're starting to get, you know, their story straight. Like 
like seniors events all happen during the same week. The ladies yeah. events are all happening yeah. at different places during the same week. And I think that's the way to go. Like this opening week should be, of course you're going to start off with a 50 K for the high rollers that don't feel like playing a 500 with 28,000 of their right. closest friends. Yeah. But you know, you want to have something where if, if you know, a guy wants to take off work and he's a, you know, he's a recreational player. He just wants to come to Vegas and, and have a good time and play some cards. He can play a 500 here, a 600 there. And they're going to be exciting yeah, events. Yeah. And, you know, if a few of those. I mean, the, the money up top is exciting. And that's it. so yeah. exciting. I mean, there's a $5 million guarantee that was just completely um, demolished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not even and, close. And what's cool about it, too, this, you know, with the Colossus, I think that was an attempt to kind of do that, to get people to come out, rec players and stuff. But the structure was so bad that I talked to so many. Oh, remember players. we said we were never playing it. Yeah, people were like, people like it was a waste of money, like structure sucked. I was all in by like level three. Yeah, it was kind of a hyper short. turbo. Your yeah. first experience at a World Series shouldn't be that. Yeah, so they changed yeah, that. This was deep. I mean, fifty thousand chips yeah. is incredible yeah. uh, for the and fifty minute blind level. Right. They're trying to do a thing. It's the fiftieth annual World Series yeah. of Poker, yeah. so it's all 50, 50, 50. Yeah. So and fifty cent gets in fights with people too. So <laughs> he's right right on the theme yeah. there. Fofty. Yeah, 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 fofty. So it was great. I mean, I had a great time playing it. People were having fun. It felt a little bit like the tag team or events like that. Yeah, where there were just people coming up to like the table to check on their buddy and like. And seeing how they did, or somebody busts out and comes and tells their friend. So much of that. It creates a buzz. Yeah. I mean, it creates a buzz. Yeah. I'm so shocked that like the higher stakes guys don't get that. Like they're so negative about it. I'm yeah. like, really? Like, well, you know, I think a lot of those guys. And we're speaking generally, but I think a lot of those guys don't really think about the big picture. Like, how is this going to affect poker as a business? Yeah. They think about, you know, I want for everything to be like for my best interest. Yeah. Not realizing this actually is for their best interest. Absolutely, most of them own site training sites too. Yeah, so, like, that's true. Okay, like this is, this is what you need. These are your people. Yeah, yeah. So, who wants to do a hand? Uh, I, I got a hand. I know you're the only one with the cash, Derek. So why don't you go first? <laughs> Sick brag. Well, you got a day too. Yeah, we'll let him enjoy this while he can. <laughs> Just give me this one. Let him have this one. He's the boss. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually um, an interesting hand. So this is in the big fifty. And I had a pretty good stack. Um, I got really short early in that tournament. Not really short, but I was down to, I think, 12.5K at like uh, 200, uh, like 250, 500 maybe. Um, somewhere around 20, 25 bigs. And I worked it back up to like 111K. Um, <laughs> Spin. Yeah, and I was feeling good. It was, it was towards the end of the night. Like, I think we were in the second to last level of the evening. So I was like, mistake number one, I was already like, planning my bagging you know i'm like oh okay, yeah i'm gonna bag i'm gonna go home i'm gonna get a good night's sleep such, that's such back. a weird dynamic is the bag like you gotta look at your table and be like, okay who's gonna check out this last like three right. orbits and who's like playing still because those two people that are packing their bag oh, yeah. like thinking in their head like oh i have x amount of chips like, no there's still three orbits to play like and it's yeah. no Things limit happen. Things yeah. happen. <laughs> right so that's when really we should be accumulating like open up almost like a bubble it's sort of a weird bubble. end of day yeah. bubble yeah. yeah yeah for sure yeah and so this hand comes up where i think i'm gonna start to accumulate and uh <laughs> okay we'll uh we'll get into it so we start the hand with around 100k could have been 102 i didn't count okay. my stack uh, at the time but it was right around there um and the villain in this hand covers us um, I'm under the gun one. Uh, I raise. Uh, I have ace queen offsuit. I raised a seven k at two, two k three k. That was the actual blind. They had, a, they had a couple of weird blind levels in this. 
because of the color ups. So they'll take out certain chips so they couldn't do like, you know, it couldn't be 1500 or 3000 because they'd color it up to 500. Well, yeah. that, that's interesting because you actually probably should be flatting the small blind wider since you're investing more. Yeah, oh, for yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, which you're priced in pretty much with mm -hmm. any two, which this guy's about to do. Okay. I wonder if that means I should be sizing up my open instead of probably. I, I yeah, should, I shouldn't be opening a seven K. I should be going like eighty five hundred or something. Yeah, more even if it, more in the pot. Yeah, yeah, even if everybody else at your table is opening to seven seven K, I don't think we should be afraid to make bigger bets if they make sense. You yeah. wouldn't deny those pot odds. He's getting good pot odds. Right. You know, typically the small blind is half the size of the big blind. But in this tournament, it's not. Yeah. Two-thirds, I mean, it's... Yeah. yeah, and there's also the big blind ante, which is as a, a full table, each put in a normal size ante. Right. That's, you know, that's a lot of extra chips in there. Although, I mean, we have a good... I mean, we have ace-queen, so it's not like... I mean, I don't mind the, I don't mind the small blind coming along and playing a pot in a position against him, you know? Sure. So it's not like I'm trying to... I'm not trying to steal the blind, so... I guess... I mean, it, it makes more sense. I mean, you could size it up, but it also makes sense just to be more aggressive in general, just because there's more out there. But it's not that big of a difference yeah. where... You need to go out of your way, but you know it's something. Yeah. yeah so there's eight eight thousand in the pot. You make it seven thousand. Yeah, I raise the seven k. Small blind calls. Shockingly, big blind folds because he's really getting a good price now. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, if he has like eight deuce off, I mean, it's right. probably just folding. It's right? probably fine. Um, so yeah, so we go to a flop with three, four, five, like uh, eight, eighteen. 18, 20, uh, 20K in the middle, somewhere right on there. Yeah, 20-ish yeah, in there, yeah. and you're in position with ace-queen. Yep. Uh, the flop is queen, three, four, rainbow. Whee! It's a pretty good flop for <laughs> Yeah, great flop. Especially small blind flatting range. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I like threes and fours, but yeah, some queen X's, pocket bread jail. Yeah. I'm happy. We're pretty stoked. Yeah, and he checks. Yep. So, uh, yep, he checks. He doesn't have any two pairs. Yeah, true. I mean, would you give him three, four suited? Mm, not Probably with, not. Not with no one else calling first. Yeah. If the so button too. had called, I think the small blind might play along with it, like a yeah. suited four, three. But right. Yeah. It's unlikely. Yeah. Uh, we bet 11K and the villain calls. 11 and a 20 ish. It's a little big, but okay. Yeah. You guys are deep, so I get it. I'm with it. Uh, the turn is a four. So now it's queen, three, four, four. Great turn. I'm trying to think of the fours. He he has like the ace four suited. Ace four suited, maybe four, five, five four suited. Four, five, maybe suited. five four. We yeah. can give him maybe like half the combo. Some of those, okay. yeah. yeah. And I should go back and mention that this is a older gentleman. And by the way, I want to qualify when I say that. I'm not being disparaging because I got a little shit on Twitter about saying older gentleman. Well, you're ageist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and my response, on, my response on Twitter was, when I say, <laughs> my response on Twitter was, when I say older, I mean my age. Right. right. <laughs> I'm 47 at this point. No, this guy's probably like 55. Um, never seen him get out of line. Was pretty, you know, pretty tight. Not like knit. I wouldn't go so far as calling him a knit, but he was, he was like tag. You know? Okay. Was well, do like, you think he has any fours? I think four or five suited. Okay, he does. Okay. Ace four um, suited too. Yeah, yeah, and ace four suited. Yeah, if he's playing five four, he's playing ace four. Yeah, suited. suited. So I'd throw those in there. Okay. It's a small part of what he's what I would put him on, right. but that seems those seem reasonable. 
yeah, so Queen 344. Um, it did not, as I recall, bring in any flush draws. So right. we can, not that it's huge. Okay, and Portland how much is in the pot now? So we had another uh, 22, 42. 42. And how much behind? About 60 each. Okay. All right. So yeah, maybe 70. You started with 100, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah around okay. 70. Yeah. All right. So he checks again? He checks again. All right. So, I mean, I don't see any reason not to bet. Absolutely. Yeah, because what I was thinking at the time was as soon as he called, I was like, oh, great. He can have Queen Jack, yeah. King, Queen 10 suited, Queen 9 suited. Like pocket 9s, Pocket 8s. All those pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those yeah. all may call, too. Yeah. So let's get money. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Some I, straight draws, too. Like, if we're going to give him the 4 or 5, 5 6 is in there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I bet. Ace deuce, too. Sorry. Yeah, Ace no, 5, no stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wheels. Um, so may, I bet. He may fold those. Go ahead. So I bet 18K. Into 42? Yeah. Yeah. Now this feels a little big to me just because I want to, I'm trying to get three calls, right? Right. So he's going to start worrying about his stack now if he's got like something like pocket eights, right? Whereas if you, if you entice him with like maybe 13, mm -hmm. you know, bet 11 once, now you go bet 13 and then you can go for a good size value bet on the river, which everybody calls everything on the river. Yeah. So well, I, I, I would size down on the flop. I think we need to think about two is we probably want to shove the river. So what was in the pot? We said 42, 42. and we have 70 back. Yeah. So, yeah, you can make it really small and have a pot size shove easily. Yeah. And you will get called again by the hands Clayton's talking about, right. where we're only going to get two streets anyway, where if you do bet bigger, he's going to fold like eights yeah. more often than if you make it smaller. So when we don't need to size up to Jam River, um, oh, I would always size down when you want to get called by weaker holdings. Sure. All right, yeah, so we agree that's a little big. I, I think 13. Yeah. See, yeah, that seems uh, enough fun. to get it in on the river, which isn't going to take much. So yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so um, now he so yeah, checks so shove. No, I'm so just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Uh, what would you so, do if he so, if he check raised you all in on the turn? Just just wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I have I have heard the hand. Oh, you know what's coming. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we bet 18k. He calls. Okay. Um, At that point, you're feeling good, right? You're like, I, I feel great because now I'm really think because now I'm thinking. Okay, he's probably he's. And maybe it's because of my size. And I'm like, he's probably going to fold his like sevens and eights and nines and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, certainly. Point. I mean, I opened from early position. I've barreled twice. I've been pretty snug at this table. Like, I've been playing pots, but again, kind of similar to him. Like, I yeah. haven't really gotten on the line. I haven't shown any blows. I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm against you, if I flatted like nines or something or eights, what I'm doing to a double barrel here. But that big size double barrel on both streets, like half pot both yeah, streets. Yeah, but don't you think usually like bigger sizing is a sign of weakness try, like trying to get fold I, I don't know it, I, 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 I wouldn't say he's folding all the time he's definitely more likely to fold to the sizing but yeah I, I think he folds most of those pairs so do I uh, I think he I mean a, a tighter older player like that could easily have like tens mm -hmm. and then you might get another call I don't yeah. know why tens are any different than nine they're not I mean, but, but, but they too, are, yeah, that, I mean? that's yeah. how people perceive I mean, them if, right. I'm, yeah. if, if I'm saying that him and I seem sort of similar in style if I'm him, I'm peeling one with all those pairs, and I'm folding them. Folding the turn, right, yeah. yeah. Especially when you size up to 18 like right. that. So now I think he's only got queens and hands you can beat. Mm. That's it. I mean, because what, what is he calling with? A draw? Like, what does he have? Six, five? Pocket well, threes, pocket fours. Those are hands that, uh, I meant to say hands you can't beat. Right, right. Yeah. Queens and hands that you can't beat. Right. Yeah. Like, the yeah, the sets. Right. So, yeah, um, I mean, so generally... So, so we bet it. 18, you said, yep. leaves us like 50-ish behind? 
Yeah, that would so be So you invested around half percent. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, all right. Um, all right, so just to remind the listeners, queen, three, four, four. The river is a seven. And the villain thinks we're about a second. So essentially snap jams. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, obviously the six, five got there. And the, the only question to me is, um, can, would he represent that hand with any frequency if he didn't actually have it? Right. In this tournament, I don't think you're seeing a lot of, oh, I'm just going to bluff shove my whole stack after just check, call, check, call, shove. Right. You know, to me, it's... Nothing misses, too. Nothing misses. So, like, I mean, the ace-deuce that randomly called a gutter twice... We're ruling that yeah, out. That didn't happen. So the only hand that gets there that he could be bluffing with got there. He still has the full houses. He still has quads. And he doesn't, he, I mean, he's not value jamming. He, the way you're describing this guy, he's not jamming king queen here. Right? Yeah. In right. my opinion. I don't yeah. know. Like some guys, yeah, I, I don't see that. I mean, I guess a lot of opponents, you have to just, you know, make the crying call with ace queen because you know, otherwise you're totally exploitable. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody in the world can just start check call, check call, <laughs> shoving. Done, yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, you're going to fold a hand as strong as ace queen here, then you're pretty, you know, exploitable. Yeah. But I just don't think that players in this particular tournament, especially with that, you know, job description you gave him, I don't, I don't see this guy bluffing and I think I would fold my hand. Said the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, when he did it, I, it may be the first time I've ever verbally reacted to a move at the <laughs> God table. Damn it. I literally, Shit. I literally, like he shoved and I went, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> because I was so ready to value bet the river. Yeah, like to me, sure. like this is just like the greatest run out of all time. I mean, yeah, five six a little concerning, but I'm just like, you're thinking I, you're getting three from the queen. I, yeah, I'm thinking queen jack. <laughs> from worst queen. I, yeah, I'm thinking queen. Yeah. Like, exactly. Queen I'm ten, trying to get queen, queen such jack. A big, queen. I mean, other than the fact that you block, you have a queen, like it's such a big part of a small blind fighting range is all those Broadway queens. Yeah. So, yeah. King, queen, yeah. queen I, jack. We're looking at the chops here. It's like yeah, pretty we good love it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just going to like own him because you got the top kicker. But now it's like either. He goes, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So either he's owning you, which. If he does, I mean, I would like to shake his hand. No, no, right, as I was right. saying, tip the yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah, like, you got 100%. it. Like, yeah. yeah, and then so I just think it's a fold. It yeah. sucks, but it's a fold. Now, like I said, if you had a different, you know, description of your opponent, somebody that you, you know, he's a GTO crusher. He knows that he can represent this hand and get me to fold a very strong queen right. that I've already bet twice. Whatever, but that's not this guy. Right. So it's you know, against this opponent. I think you gotta lay it down. Yeah. So I tanked. I think as long as I've ever tanked live, to be honest. Like, and when I say that, I mean like probably three or four minutes. That's a long time. That's, that's, long. That's, that's, that's long. Yeah, that's a long time. Um, did you throw any time extension? Change? I, I did. No, <laughs> I tried <laughs> to slide it. Yeah, I tried to slide <laughs> it because it's like, oh, he left. Angle shooting. Ages. <laughs> yeah. Six or I just got owned. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe, I think and I think getting owned is like tenth of the time playing this. Right, it's non-zero. Yes, right? and that's sure. important because even like the nittiest old guy knows that he's supposed to bluff. He's got some tricks up his sleeve. And he knows that you know that he knows that you know he's a nitty old guy. Right, right. right. So they they'll they'll pull one out in the in the clutch once in a while. Let's talk about like the insta show, like because 
little bit. They used to shove on the river. It's usually a sign of weakness. You would think, right? Yeah, usually it like, is. Like, like you missed or like, because we talked about it before and we said like, well, what if he has jacks and he's just, I mean, guys will do that. Like, just be like, I'm all, I'm all in. Like, yeah, make, I don't, I don't which makes no here. sense right. to do, but it usually means weakness, right? Yeah, it does. And that's, But maybe he was predetermined like with a full house or like he literally got excited to see his straight. And like, because I yeah. think it goes both, like, it can be really polar. Like, he made it straight. Like, I'm all in. You know, like, I'm all in. Like, a friend of ours kind of brought that up a little bit. And it, it, it reminded me of a hand that I also played in the big dippy against a very similar villain where he opened from like middle position and I flatted. I can't, I can't remember the small blind or big blind with um, like ace nine suited or something. And the flop came up eight, yeah. six, deuce or something. Yeah. And the guy just ripped two X odd. <laughs> And I thought for the longest time, and I'm like, this can't be like ace king, ace queen, because why would he do this with those right. hands? So I called and he turned over queens. So he did exactly what, like, our friend James, like, said these guys will do sometimes, which is just, like, fucking panic because they don't know what to do. They don't know yeah. what else to do. But yeah. the only thing different is this guy would have had to wait two streets to do That's it. That's true. He had to call two bets and then do it. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's yeah. unlikely, but yeah, non-zero. I think 10% is a pretty good number, so you should take your time here. Because take your time, you might come up with a hand and be like, oh my god, I remember when he did this before right. and mucked his hand. And wow. there's also the possibility when you're tanking that he could give something away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are you thinking about? You know, maybe he might start to show strength or weakness right. while you're trying to decide. He just starts sweating profusely yeah. on the table. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want I don't want people that are listening to this to think that I advocate tanking to see if your opponent breaks <laughs> because I think that is like the worst thing for poker. I mean, it's both, right? You're tanking to think about it, but if he does give something off, right, that's please. another benefit of tanking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good for you making the right decision. I, mean, I think if you got owned, you're supposed to get owned sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And if this was his, shake one, your hand. I, yeah. I, see, and I told him after, I was like, I, I pay, offer money there. Be like, hey, twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. Some guys you, are you like, you give him twenty bucks. For me. That information, the twenty, it's so worth twenty dollars. Twenty like, bucks to see your hand. Some people will do it. I had a guy offer me two hundred once in a thirty-five hundred dollar WPT event. He offered me two hundred. He's like two hundred bucks if you can show me a bluff, which I thought was really clever because if I had a bluff, it probably is the right decision for me to turn it over. Mm -hmm. So then when I can't turn my cards over, he knows I wasn't bluffing. Yeah, that is smart. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So um, that's one I'm going to so use yeah. someday. So then when I, I have an extra 200 bucks, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I ended up regretting not calling later because literally, two, I think it was two hands later, I was in the big line with ace queen suited and it folded to the button. He open ripped like 23 bigs and I had like 24 bigs or whatever was left. And I had ace queen suited and I called and he just flips over aces. I'm like, whoa. Oh, we're, we're shoving 25 bigs with these. Well, I'm going to, okay. there's something you can regret. No, I like, know. But, but then I'm out of the tournament. I'm like, well, I guess I should have just called it off. Well, so you made, you know, you made a good decision, no, I know. you know, I, I, I don't, two good I don't decisions. literally regret my yeah, decision. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, I just guess I should. I would have rather <laughs> seen that guy's hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah that's for sure. 100%. Yeah. All right. Um, I have a big 50 hand of my own. Let's nice. Go. And it's a similar opponent, actually. Um, so this is my starting table. Really jovial. Happy players. A lot of them recognize me from last year's main event where I was on TV a lot. So they were talking about comedy. We're having fun. You know, it's nice. a good vibe. The guy next to me um, has already slow played preflop pocket kings and pocket queens where he just flatted those hands preflop and then uh, showed them either when he didn't have to at the end and then kind of made a point of telling everyone, you know, 
I'm, I'm, not, I'm, gonna, in a pot, I'm not gonna risk my hand. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. He's afraid. Like he's telling us he's scared. He's right. like, you know, he told us he told us this is my first uh, WSOP oh, event. God. I'm not gonna just get all in with my queens against your ace king. I'm not here to flip coins. Right, right. You know, he's like. He I want to make straights and sets. Yeah, and then he's going to bet. Yeah. Right? Clayton's like, I'm here to flip coins. Yeah, Let's go. I'm like, I love, I'm off of a coin right now for a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Um, so yeah, I'm, I love being on his left, and I like the fact that I can, you know, kind of leverage what he's told me against him. Yeah. You know, he's basically told me, please bluff me at every opportunity. Right. right? And he has shown that even with like pretty good hands, he's playing pot control. He's not trying to go for value, right. like ever. So um, it's that, like such a beautiful description of a player, hey, like because you kind of should know how to play. I mean, you know how to play against a guy. Like yeah, this. we can beat this guy, it, especially oh, in position. So yeah. exploitable. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So um, it goes uh, fold, and then the player in second position. This is the blinds are two hundred and four hundred with the four hundred ante. I've meanwhile run my stack up to like a hundred and forty thousand already. Let's go. And it's only the first hour at this point. I don't know what's been going on. Like, like guy from the main event. Uh, well what's been happening is like we're all having fun, but I'm also making like hand after hand and over betting like crazy. Because like Which is a good strategy in a field like this. Yeah, they're not gonna fold. Yeah. Like, they don't even really look and they're so that deep it's an over that they're like, well, I can lose this pot and still have thirty k. Yeah, so. yeah, they're so deep they feel like yeah. the money doesn't matter yet. So, uh, and they're more likely to like try to keep me honest and maybe go home and tell their wife, you know, remember that comedian we saw on TV? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I beat him. He tried to bluff me. You know that kind of thing. So I think about all that kind of stuff when I decide. I mean, over bet. Like I bet like two x pot on the river and stuff. Yeah. Like get action. Yeah. People are also very bad at counting pots in live poker. That's They'll just true call. Too. So they just play call. Like yeah. They have, yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do? I had a king. Call. I can't Any fold. amount the guy bets call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what do you expect me to do? Fold? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> up there. Yeah. And that's their logic. So, you no, know, the average stack is still in the, you know, 50,000 range or whatever. So, uh, two to my right. I'm in fourth position under the gun plus three. Uh, so the player in second position opens to 1K at 200, 400. And he's been a pretty solid, like, you know, kind of a reg. I'd say he's like a semi-pro reg, whatever. And then the player I already described, the older guy, is on my right. And he's going to keep this pot small. So he just calls. Now, again, this could be aces, kings, or any number yep, of yep. them. Right. And now I'm on his immediate left with pocket eights. And I think under the circumstances, there's no play other than calling, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, yeah. I feel like even if I don't make a set, I can probably outplay him a substantial amount. Yeah, yeah, we're not already, just set. Mine, he's right. already told me that Especially he's very, hand, like he's already explained how bluffable he is. Yeah, yeah. So I intend to exploit that information for sure. So and then the big blind, who's uh, kind of a nondescript, average like sunglasses hoodie type guy, um, calls getting ridiculous pot odds. So his call means very little. Uh, so four of us see the flop, and there's like forty two hundred in the pot. Uh, does that sound right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it comes 10 of hearts, 8 of hearts, deuce of clubs, giving us middle set, the second nuts. There's a flush draw on board. Uh, sorry, yeah, flush two hearts. Two hearts on the board. Uh, the original Razor bets 1,200 
into the 40, 46. And the player on my right, the guy I described earlier, raises to 3,500. Wow. This is the first raise on the flop this player has done in this tournament. And I've been here since the first hand. So when he played aces and kings and stuff, did you see, was there a bet? And then it was on, like on a... Yeah, he would call. And he would just call. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean he's always going to do it that way. I don't want to read too much into it. It's only about but that would be, worth. I would like... That, that would That's be good information, information we have. Yeah. yeah. So, so he raises to 3,500 and the action's on me with middle set. So let's just rule out flush draws for this gentleman because he's not playing a flush draw like this. I don't think so. Although I've played some... I, I've played with some people, particularly on this little cash game I used to play in. They love the yeah, but what he raises, like the way he's Probably described not. him, like I, I, and those guys are more callers. I wouldn't get. Wait, so what was the was the ten of heart? Yeah, ten of hearts. Yeah, that's of hearts important too. Yeah, like maybe if he had top pair, like if he had like ace, ace ten, ten of hearts. hearts. Yeah, so rule um, that out. So we could probably. Oh yeah, okay. I don't want to rule it out. I mean, maybe. I mean, like I'm wondering what he does with Jack nine of hearts and the way Clayton described this guy. I kind of think he just calls with Jack nine. Of yeah, hearts. open ended straight yeah. flush draw. He did just same thing you said. Like I want to make my hand. Yeah. And then I'll bet. All which of us really, are ready to get the whole fifty k. Which, <laughs> right. which is why, like right now, hearing this hand and knowing we don't have the nuts and this gentleman is raising I'm kind of like fuck my life like yeah. a little bit of me is like fuck like the way you described him but like I'm not going to go overboard there I'm just probably not going to raise here um, God, yeah. that feels so fucking nitty too but the way you described this guy I don't know like I want to protect against flush draws but first off I'll say about the first guy who bet 1200 in the 46 that's a really really weak bet yeah. into like one fourth, yeah. that could be a draw. And if we did just call, he's in too. But I'm fine with that. Clayton's super deep. Like, yeah, we kind of got to be cautious with this guy. And the fact that we're in position is good too. We're gonna read what he does next. Like, maybe he checks the turn and like did get out of line, like you said, if it breaks off. Um, yeah, interesting spot. I'm curious to know what you did because I, I, yeah. I think in in a vacuum, like if I had no read. I'm probably raising. I mean, I am raising. Yeah, I mean, you get yeah. the second best yeah. possible yeah. hand at the moment. Because I would give eight out of ten other guys a lot of flush draws. You know. Yeah. Like, but th this guy, as you described, I mean, but I think I can. Also and he doesn't rule have out. one pair. I should say I haven't seen him play a flush draw all day. I yeah. Mean, I, I, there hasn't been a showdown where he showed a flush draw right. in a similar situation. So I don't know yeah, how he would, he would play do. something like but based on, Queen Jack of Hearts, yeah. Jack Nine of Hearts, or the Nut Flush Draw. We can't rule it out. I'm with it. Right. I'm with it. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're not folding. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I'm raising here. I think I'm going to call. How deep is he? Yeah, he's got like 60. He's got 60 and we have 140. Yeah, we got everybody covered. Okay, but We've it's like, just unnecessary to play like... He has yeah, like a hundred and he has hundred and fifty bigs. hundred fifty bigs, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would be cool with it against most in this yeah, tournament, yeah, but absolutely. based on the Especially description on such a wet board. And God, I hope people are gonna be like, "Wow, Mark is freaking knit." <laughs> um, this is just like player base right here. Yeah. Clayton painted a pretty solid picture on this guy where I'm somewhat worried. Yeah. I guess. Right now. Well, you know what we're not thinking about is what does this guy do with ace of kings queens like those like those no, no are we did i asked that yeah well no i know but oh yeah because you were saying he said he, he didn't he, raise he didn't them, raise them. Right, right but yeah. you know there's different situations but to be though. fair this flop is a lot more scary for one pair than those other flops good point yeah. Right. yeah that's so good if point. he has pocket aces and the flop comes really dry he just 
maybe flats, but in like, this spot, he might feel yeah. like he wants to protect. Yeah, he's got two black aces or something. He's like, I don't want to see a heart come out. Yeah, not, I'm not busting with aces. See, it's funny. That's it's a tricky slope. It's a tricky slope here. It's like God, like does he? Because he can have. That's a really good point you bring up. He can have those aces, but and he's probably going to raise bottom set too. Right. So does he have that's deuces true. in his pre-flop calling range <laughs> when the opener comes from second position? I mean, this deep. I think all yep. like recreational players set mine this deep. They do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he should have deuces, but oh, does he? Yeah. yeah, does he? Is a good question. Yeah. I mean, Pio Solver has deuces. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Well, I wonder this. You know, here's something to think about. Based on this description you've given, may I, I think it's Andrew who says uh, raising. And we're going to find out real soon if he's got. I, but I think I think we have advantage here of being in position where, yeah. and we can still get it all. Like the pot's going to be big, so he's going to have like fifty, maybe fifty five thousand, and there's going to be. I mean, if you just called, there'd be like roughly twelve in there. Yeah. And the way Clayton's talking, like he can overbet at this table, like. I, I think we won't have a, won't, won't have problems getting yeah. in it, and I think we'll find out a lot, like based on the turn and stuff. Yeah. Um, right. If you raised here, I, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, that's fucking bad. Yeah, what's like, wrong with you raising? No, I wouldn't. It's just the, the description you're giving me, like, yeah, I'm like defaulting the call. Okay, so I was terrified. <laughs> Good. Okay, uh, that makes sense. I thought that when he makes a 35, did you like, say wow? Uh, <laughs> in my in my mind, I said wow. But um, you know, I was gonna raise, of course, if he had just flat it. Also think I could probably get the same information uh, without spending the chips on that's, it. That's fair. And just play my and being position. in position is really crucial. Yeah, and there's nobody too. behind me other than the big blind, so mm-hmm. he, nobody's going to have position on me mm-hmm. whether I raise or not. So I just decided to call, and my plan was to uh, find out whether my opponent had tens or deuces. I thought there was a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. my hand was good. I, th- I put him on two hands. That would raise the flop, mm-hmm. uh, and you know maybe of course you, you always want to say there's a non-zero chance that he's bluffing, but I think his it's pretty damn close to zero. Yeah, you know especially with all these opponents. The, and, the, the thing is, is the aces and stuff like because you mentioned the right. wet board, like right, that's in there too. Obviously, that's in there. Yeah, but I, but I kind of just I, I'm with you though. Up. I'm thinking yeah. tens and twos just yeah. based on explanation. Yeah, it occurred to me that he might have just like been wanting to protect his aces or kings with a raise because the board was so wet and so many draws available. Um, but I think generally this player, he just wants to see if he's good and play very small pots all day long, mm-hmm. whether he's winning them or losing them. He doesn't want big pots. Yeah. So now when a guy like that raises on me, I don't even love having the second nuts. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, like Mark, Mark said, like we're not folding. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and Andrew says calling is not a compromise, but I didn't view it as a compromise. I just think it's the best play right here. So I called and everybody else folds, which is all good news because now I'm heads up in position against this player that I have a sense of. You almost want a heart to come so like the action can slow, slow down. down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm really curious to see what happens. Yeah. Well, if that's what you want, you'd be really happy because 
because it wasn't just a heart. It was the nine of hearts. So our board is now wow. ten of hearts, eight of hearts, deuce of clubs, nine of hearts. So there's a th three to a straight flush on the board. And my opponent looks unhappy. And I don't think he's acting. So, you know, obviously, as I've mentioned so many times on the show, a huge part of my game is reactions and, and like reading people's energy and body language and stuff. I thought he did not like that heart at And all. we weren't putting him on raising hearts like ever. Right. So, yeah, he yeah. should hate that heart. Yeah, yeah, we did. Really which is interesting, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So now he checks. So I know what I I know what I want to do now. Okay. So there's about 12, <laughs> 12 ish in there, twelve thousand. Yeah. Why don't you go first on this one, Derek? Unless you want to defer. No. Well. Derek yeah. So I'm. I think I know what Mark's gonna say. I my first instinct was to to bet because if our opponent looks that scared, let's let's get it. Because a better hand, let's get him off. Right. Um. Or, well, if he has a better hand, what 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 does he have? Well, that, so this is going to be my point. If he has tens, right? Even though he's unhappy with that hand, I'm not sure that he's going to fold it to a bet to a single bet. So I think if we're going to bet here, we got to be willing to bomb river. Perfect. Like you can't just bet and hope that he yeah, folds here because I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen. I agree with you. Um, of course not, because he can still make a better hand than a flush too. So then. I agree. If, so if you're willing to go bet bet, in fact probably bet bomb, then I say bet here. But if you if you're trying to get one and done, then I'd probably check and just hope the board <laughs> hope the, hope to do another eight. Well, <laughs> so we want to win the hand. This is a cool spot because we're actually merging here. We're like value betting half the time, right? And we're bluffing half yeah. the time. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet bet, and like if the board doesn't pay on river, I'm like kind of turning eights into a bluff slash value betting versus bottom set. I think, and I, I agree with you, I like your description of what you should, like, betting twice. If we're 50-50, like, and we can get value in a better hand to fold, like, this is, like, a perfect spot I'll to go bet. bet. It just sucks when you value on yourself on the river, but, like, the fact that he looks really, really unhappy, like, I may just stick with, like, betting the turn and if the board doesn't pay our, like, maybe even big, too. And, like, if the board doesn't pair on river, like, bombing it. Yeah. Like, and I'm not really sure what I'm doing, I guess. If I'm, I mean, I'm bluffing at that point, for yeah. sure. So um, the question is, are, I don't we, know if are we bombing every river? Are we bombing a heart? Yeah. And, and are we bombing when the board Yeah, goes? I would bomb a heart because, I mean. Well, he could, have, he could make a flush if he has. A, if he has, like, aces he, or something. If he has a bottom set. Yeah. But yeah, he wouldn't right. call. Right. Uh, so, we and we do have a heart or don't? There was the eight of heart on the board, right? The ten and eight of hearts. Ten and eight of hearts. Okay, yeah, yeah, so that's why. Plus, I know. Plus. Yeah, right. um, yeah, I'm betting here. Okay, I definitely considered all my options here: bet medium, bet huge, check, and I decided that because my opponent, I, I thought that his most likely hand was a set, because there was a fifty-fifty chance my hand was good, but there's a zero chance that he's going to fold to my turn bet and then I'm going to have to put in another big bet on the river and just hope that he can't find a call. Here's the thing about amateur players who are scared. They're not overfolding because they this is what they do. Like they get in there and they slow play big hands, but they don't fold them either. Right. He wants to keep the pot small and try to see if he wins. 
Yeah, I, I guess. The, I'm not saying it's never going to work. Yeah. The bet bet strategy is definitely going to yeah. work a lot. I guess yeah. the way you described him to me, it feels like he would fold to like bet and big bet. And he River. probably will. Um, he probably will. But I think it's. It, it's I agree with you, though. A lot of people just won't fold their they set. Won't. Yeah. They just like, won't. Because he, he gets to like show everybody. Yeah. Look, I flopped the nuts. Yeah. Look how, and look how I, I lost. You know, so there's some of that equity in there, too, like for him. But so, like, if he, folds, if he folds, like, X amount, and then we're ahead X amount, I think the play becomes pretty profitable to go bet that. I'm certain it's profitable, yeah. especially when you consider that you're sometimes getting called by worse. It's, 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 it it's crazy. Yeah. It's a cool it's flop. Like you're merging, really fucking cool flop. You flop the second nuts and then merge on the third. <laughs> yeah. That's, you don't hear that every day. Uh, yeah, it's so, such a weird answer. I really thought about, you know, taking that line, just like that. Shown so many over bets on the river that were winners that I think that that would actually work in my favor here if, if I picked one to, to bluff with. I mean, my original strategy for this table was to overbet big hands and be very exploitable and never overbet bluff. Bluffs. And so this would be the spot to, to actually change that strategy because of the you know the dynamics of the mm-hmm. situation, which is why this hand was one that I haven't stopped thinking about. Since it happened, because how many times do you merge a hand? Dude, I've strong? never yeah. seen a hand like this in my life. It's like it's so crazy. Life. It it's is crazy. Like sick hand. Like my mind was just like ticking in different yeah. directions. Yeah, like, yeah. like holy shit. Yeah, like, this yeah. Is a, like yeah, cool. It's a perfect card. The nine of hearts is a perfect card to make the hand interesting, but it wasn't a perfect in the sense that it helped me decide what to do. Um, so I checked because I just thought, you know, I've already tripled my stack. Why do I need to try to bluff a guy off? top set on the flop you know right and there are certain runouts where it would definitely work there are some runouts where it would probably work there are very few runouts where it won't work mm-hmm. and so it's clearly a profitable play but to me the criteria is more i'm at such a good table why that, do that, I see, risk that's another import, that's chips? another important factor is like yeah. why like sklansky talks about that why take a spot that works let's say it works like 70 percent of the time when maybe it doesn't that's too high but whatever where you're gonna yeah. get something later on that's 100 more yeah um, as a really comfortable table why with, do I want and the only way you can use that is when you have a lot of chips right. where you'll get in these spots right which you do yeah i have so have, i'm one of the chip leaders it's in this not it, it's not horrible to take a I don't, I don't even know if it's a t- i mean it's a little bit tighter but it's not horrible to do this yeah especially when we're not 100 percent sure it's going to work right and also you're not always getting action from worse like part of your merge is that sometimes you're going to let the deuces off the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, but that's not the end of the world. Cause you probably can't get any more value from them anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're winning, it's hard to get value. I think you'll get it on the turn. I would imagine versus yeah. this guy, but yeah, you're not always going to get river. Yeah. Yeah. And he might even find a fold on the turn because he did hate that. I know it's very, very yeah. much. So I checked and the river comes the six of clubs. So the final board is 10, eight deuce with two hearts. And then uh, nine of hearts and six, and then a six offsuit six. So he's got no sevens. Right. Like seven would be a straight. Yeah, a seven for yeah, a straight. He's got zero yeah, sevens. I'm not really concerned about the seven. Ace so, seven of hearts. Yeah, so. yeah, maybe. And and we pretty much discounted that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. I don't think he's got those hands. Yeah. So he checks, and now the question becomes: Now that we haven't done the bet bet strategy, do we do we fire here? I think I value bet here. Well, um, I mean, I'm see he can still have his beat, so I, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to it. So even though, like, let's not even talk about the fact like how many 
what's a straight here is a nine a seven a seven yeah let's not let's not even think about how many he doesn't have one yeah. but let's not even think about how many sevens he thinks we have because right. we can have so we can have one um yeah. i think just the way you described this player he's going to be worried about that now and the flush draw uh and the flush excuse me it's hard do you think he do you think he knows you don't have a flush when you check back on the turn not necessarily. Okay, no. that's cool. No, he strikes um, me as the type to always worry about everything. Yeah, so right. I want to bet. I want to bet here, like, with intention of maybe I get called by deuces. Like, probably not. Like, I think he's gonna fold here if we bet, and I'm good with that. When we're fifty-fifty here, when I think we can bet, and it's I don't want to say it's a hundred percent, but I think if we bet the right amount, God, how much is in the pot? What do we say? Thirty five hundred. It was yeah, like twelve thousand. Yeah, like twelve k in the pot. And he has yeah. sixty. And we would have to bet big. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah because I like, have to be really. You know, sure that's the works. point that Derek made earlier. People feel so deep that they find calls because they can keep you honest. And I know a lot of the comments we've made as we talk through this hand have been contradictory, right? Like, sure. is, is he going to yeah. be the type to always be able to find the call, or is he scared of everything? He's going to fold everything. Well, that's the problem with this type of player. It's like when you play pot control with every single hand, you just, if that's your playing style, by nature, you have to call with your bigger hands. Is this hand big enough for him to call if he's got deuces? I don't know. Is it big enough right. for him to call if he has tens? I don't know. Does he have any other hands at all? In his range? mind, tens is like much better than deuces. Right. Like, which it shouldn't really it be. Really In this matter. situation, it kind of yeah. does because we have eight. Because we have the middle set. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, this might sound like a weird question, but... How much is it worth us worth to us to find out what he has? Because if we really want to know, we can check and see. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a, no, that's a good question. I mean, He's obviously, gotta show first, yeah. Right? If I check, so, he has to turn over his. Card. I just want to win. I, I'm just thinking about winning the hand. Uh, yeah, you I mean, that's I mean? gonna be my default. I, I, I get be winning like, chips, I, but it, I, it's like, worth it, something. It, no, it is worth something. like yeah. why would I offer yeah. money to see yeah. you guys? In, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm I'm just not here. Like I I'm, I know what I the turn I'm betting, so it's tough for me to put myself here. Right. Because and like I'm just thinking about oh my God like we bet the turn and we get like whatever it's deuces or tens and now we get gin now where the he's six. probably bluffing here if we go bet 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 because like the six is a pretty bad card for a set right. um whatever not to be resolved though it just would have worked out even better so than you mean planned. he would have folded that card more on the, yeah. uh, more likely yeah, on because the it's one more sure, thing to worry for about sure. yeah uh, so it would have worked out perfectly yeah. um so I'm like torn of what I do here because now that I think about it he started the hand with sixty k he's only he's invested five. And if we bet 10, like he looks down at the stack, he's what like, the well, hell? I have 40K, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call. I got 100 big lines. Yeah, yeah, I think they call a lot in that spot <laughs> because he doesn't like it, but that doesn't mean he wants to fold it. Dude, and, you know what you do? This is sick. All in. Just go all in. I mean, he's not calling it. Yeah. He's not. And he has no flushes, no straights. Not. And you're going from a 50-50 to like 100%. Like, I think we all three of us could probably say if we went all in, he's not calling. Right. I yeah. literally think it's 0%. Yeah. yeah. It's, I guess the question is... How much of how many how much of the time do we want him to call and how much of the time do we want him to fold? Right. Well, because, I guess it's fifty fifty. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of with Clayton where I was thinking it was literally, and it's so weird to like be like, oh, he has bottom or top set, like, which could be totally wrong. I mean, maybe that's just what I'm thinking here. Um, the bottom line is we're beat some of the time here for sure, and if we don't think he's ever gonna call, I mean, I'm not advocating fucking five x potting <laughs> rivers. It just like, kind of goes with what you've been gonna doing. Look, it's going to look bluffy. <laughs> it's actually more like, yeah, yeah, that's about five times a pot. Yeah, and I just, don't, I just yeah. don't think he calls ever. And if, yeah. if you tell me someone's never calling, 
And like I, I value betting here is like I don't know if like I don't know. Like we're literally targeting deuces, like when we're value betting here. Right. That's right. that's like but, which is okay. But we kinda think that's about half his range. Yeah. <laughs> which is I just, so crazy. I, I, I mean uh, of course yeah, there I are don't want to advocate shoving as played, but I, I kind of like it. A lot. Of course, there could be some surprises, right? Like just he, silver jack, queen of hearts. Yeah, you might be shocked. Like, oh, ace king of hearts or whatever. Yeah, or he could even have like queen jack offsuit, mm-hmm. right? But like, it's it, it would be very strange for a player like this to raise the flop with queen jack offsuit, right? right? But I'm just saying, like, we have to remember, like, even the tightest, most predictable, most ABC player will do some stuff once in a while. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? And then he makes his straight, but he made it with the flush card, so he doesn't want to bet anymore. Yeah. But he's definitely not folding that. Yeah. Right? So I'm not saying that's a big part of his range or whatever, but we got to remember, like, even the worst players can come up with some And we don't have information where I think any of us could be like, he only has tens or deuces. Like, right. we just don't have that. That's not a lot. Right. Um, so what about what about this? So if we think he has tens or deuces, let's just, let's just say he has one of those two hands. Let's just pretend we magically know. That is one of those two. That we don't okay. Know which one? And we, what we say is like fifteen k in the pot. Twelve. Twelve. Why not bet like four thousand? Why not because, go all in and win the pot? Well. Like, yeah. Would yeah. you rather be a hundred percent than fifty percent? Yeah. No, I mean you're right. Yeah. I think right. You're right. But I know it's but, risk. But then we make worse board. hands fold, right? So I'm saying if we bet four, we get called by deuces. No, I just no, no, no. And get value, and we get called by tens, and we lose. You have to Less. win the pot. You have to win the pot. Right. I mean, I, the, the problem is, is I'm giving it a non-zero chance that he called. Right. Um, but, you know, but I really feel there's, I really feel there is, I mean, I'm not giving him, I, I really don't feel there's a chance he calls you based on how it's played. Derek's right. So the math goes like this. If he bets like, you know, like you say, like three or 4,000, right? Of course, I think we're going to get action from either of the other two sets on the flop. So sometimes you win an extra three or 4,000 that way. In Mark's plan, we never win an extra three or four thousand, but we also don't lose when the tens look us up. Right. So I think Mark's play is more profitable, but I mean, we could put it. And in there's situations where I really like your play. My my play would have to be like pretty close to like it'd have to work like almost a hundred percent. It of the does. Time. Right. It does. I mean, I think it does too. Yeah. Um. He's I don't. Not- I, and I don't think I've ever done what I'm talking about doing. No. Um. And I don't think I would have come up with a solution in game. No. I mean, I. did check back i'm not sure i'm just like hmm. like i'm just gonna shove the river and get it like i don't know if i do that right, um, right. but maybe you will now that we had this conversation no it's just this is a really fun yeah. it's gonna be fun when you show five x and he's like straight flush yeah yeah but he couldn't help <laughs> my first live straight right. flush guys and that's why he didn't want to bet it because he was like hoping that the aggressive guy <laughs> yeah, would, but, yeah. The, but the look you described of like yeah, yeah i don't give like, him a lot like, of those cards no, like where he's like just he heartbroken that. on that yeah. turn and you said it right and i could see that when you said it it really felt like you were like, okay, he doesn't yeah. have a flush. Right. And I trust my reads. And sometimes they are wrong. But and if you this... had two final... So in order to go deep in the main event, <laughs> you have to have pretty good... You have to have really good reads. Yeah, but if this guy, you know, if he's able... If he's a good enough actor, right, <laughs> that I can be, like, studying him as I've studied hundreds of thousands of other players, maybe millions, and he fools me... It's like okay, here's my chips. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I'd just, be okay with that too. Yeah, I mean, and you, in the five hundred really is kind of an okay place to do it. Yeah, that's the five. You don't want yeah. you don't want to put it in five x pot probably in the main event. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Although if it's the right place, if it's, it's the right, right yeah, you know, combined doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. So I but the opponent's different probably in this. Of course, of course, situations. Yeah. 
I didn't this see. This is a very rare spot where I'm, I'm doing what I said. I no, will say this. But it does, it, it's a very good play. I think it's a good play for this exact situation. I will say that in game, I'm almost certain I would just like value bet like half pot or something. Like, because I'm sadly, like I default to certain plays right. in my game. I'm pretty sure that's what I would do. But the more we've talked about it, like I can definitely see why we don't, we, we don't want to do that. Like I think bombing is probably better because we're just going to get them what we talked about this is such a rare spot like yeah, yeah. and i haven't been in many I'm not sure i've heard i've probably played million like maybe two million hands in my life and i don't <laughs> think i've ever heard a hand like this yeah <laughs> well especially because it's it, the it, first it, tournament i played yeah. this summer by the way well it's also so rare that you get that you get this good of a description of an opponent like you know we play a lot yeah. of online yeah or even live it's like oh it was just some guy who would play yeah. like a few hands he had whatever, a golf but... hat right yeah, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't tell you anything yeah. <laughs> because people doing a, such a specific thing like limping aces kings queens and whatnot yeah and pot controlling and all these things we talked about somebody doing that exact thing and then having this kind of a hand happen is such a rare combo yeah <laughs> you know? and it really affected the way i played the hand like yeah. given given uh, Absolutely, a, a lack of reads so yeah. differently would, versus others. I would never play this hand yeah. this way. I would be so happy with my. Say, I was scared on the flop. Yeah, I flopped the second nuts, <laughs> and I was scared yeah. that I was on beat. the two hard board. Yeah, four way. Yeah. Like, yeah. You should be jumping up and yeah, down. We but... should be like, yeah, let's get all the value from all the flush draws. Oh. No, um, <laughs> I actually checked the river too, which I, I, yeah. I mean, and I was like, you know, I didn't feel like value betting made sense because half the time I'm just going to lose more chips and chips that I win are worth less than chips that I keep and all that kind of I, theoretical I stuff. I loved your, when you were talking about like the, the slants, I think that's just so awesome. Like I can beat this table without yeah. doing anything. I don't here. need like, to. Like I don't care. Yeah. And that's why maybe even over shoving for that 10 K is kind of like, say there's a 1% chance he called. Like, right. is it even worth it when I can get chips other ways? Right. Who knows? Yeah. If it's 1%, it's still worth it. If you approach it like 5%, yeah, then you really do have like, a, oh, yeah. it's getting closer to a, a negative, Play and it's, it, dude, for there's you, no reason yeah. to do it, yeah. So, I, I, I'm telling you, if I felt 100%, I would do it, even though it's not 100, but you right. know what I mean. But, yeah, yeah. okay, no, that's, I, I don't, that's thing. yeah. So, I checked, he had tens, and yeah. uh, he made a comment later, it was like, Well, I didn't like that nine. I said, I know, I yeah. didn't like it either, but I didn't show it in my hand, you know. Right, and I was did like, you I tell him you had eights? No, no, like, I didn't know if at some point later, yeah, no, it never came up, yeah, but. Uh, he's like, uh, I sure like the flop, but I sure didn't like the turn. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, God damn it, I fucking did <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, the flop. I was like, I kind of could have bluffed this guy on the turn. but so weird to like think that all of a sudden we have to turn the second nuts into a bluff. Oh, I, like, know, I know, But it's like, you know, the way you describe the guy. And it seems like after the hand, you were kind of like, fuck, I should have won this spot. Yeah, well, a Or little... was it more after the fact? You're like, all right, I could have won this No, spot. I mean, I, at the time, because I, I, I didn't really consider bluffing the turn. So crazy. You know, think because I just thought my hand is too strong to turn into a bluff. But really, if you think about how strong my re was on the flop, where he's really got uh, mo almost all of his range, if not all of his range, is tens and deuces. So then... Why not bluff the heart if he doesn't have a flush ever? Yeah. You know, it, it's just. Easier said sitting here talking yeah, about him for yeah. 35 minutes yeah. than being there at the table yeah. with like a minute. You know? Yeah, but you're man, like sitting it, there. It shows how important live reads are because like you were saying and we were saying against any other opponent, like we just. Oh, oh, this hand, oh, oh we, don't, we don't go broke. No, oh, we don't, we don't, we don't yeah, yeah. I get 150 bigs in every time. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Especially uh, in this tournament. Like, yeah, I mean, these guys folding, were spazzing yeah. out with all kinds of hands, but he was like one of the one of the guys at my table that had really provided me with a lot of evidence that his strategy was a pot control strategy. And, you know, of all the years I spent playing live poker, like I've just learned, like when somebody tells you who they are and shows you who they are multiple times in the first hour, you know, they're either really them. good at deceiving you yeah, or that's who they that's are. Who they yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. So very rarely does a guy show hands and he doesn't, he isn't that guy that right. shows the not. And then all I mean? of a sudden he changes gears <laughs> yeah, like and the great players, the great players change gears. Yeah. But they also don't say stuff like, this is my first tournament. I'm going to keep the pot small. And like, then I'm going to do down. this. I'm going to do yeah. this. Well, remember, we, it's my we, first tournament. Remember, we talked about We talked about going to the to the Big 50 and just being like, my first tournament, never played live before. Going yeah. overalls and like a straw yeah. hat. Like, a MAGA hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll get beat up. <laughs> so definitely an unusual tournament, to say the least. Um God, this was so much fun, you yeah. guys. Like, Doing it in person is nice. a blast. I'm yeah. never going to want to go back to Skype. I know. This, 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 <laughs> and you have a plethora of pl- pros around Vegas right now. At I your know. Disposal, so. Yeah, no. There, I've said it before. i said it again. There is nothing in the world like the World Series of Poker. I will never yeah. miss this. If I'm ever not here, I'm dead. <laughs> right. Adult yeah, summer camp. Yeah, yeah, I'll never miss it. And I'm so excited. It's only the first week. A lot of interesting things have happened already. Um, I'm excited to play my day two tomorrow. Yeah, good luck, man. Fully prepared to bubble it. <laughs> and I say, no. I, I say that without... Win. No, Win. I, <laughs> I say that with only a little bit of um, humor because really, I, I was you know, I was telling Derek before we started recording, I probably bubble more than anybody because I just I go so crazy when I notice that my opponents are worried about making it into money. Like, I'll do like spastic, crazy things that usually work, but, when they, should. Don't, but mm. when they don't, I bubble. And we all know that we should, but do we really? <laughs> right. Do we do it? You know, yeah, I'm guilty of like I jump out of the plane. Like I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'll find out later if I have a parachute or not. <laughs> yeah, but this was a good time, and so uh, thanks for uh, for hanging out, yeah, guys. This was awesome. Yeah, we're thanks, at the lady. TPE house. There's a nice little swimming pool in the background. We, I love that yeah. the pool guys came <laughs> halfway in the middle of the episode. If you guys hear the noise in the background, we're sorry. Yeah, we, that's okay. We had to enjoy the nice Vegas night. Yeah, it helps you enjoy the ambiance that we're experiencing here. Yeah. So uh, thanks again, Derek and Mark. Uh, you guys, please uh, tweet us. Let us know what you think. I'm Clayton Comic. He's Killing Bird. Yep. If you search Killing Bird, you'll find me. Yeah. And Mark Aliotto. Mark Aliotto. There you go. So for everybody here at Tournament Poker Edge, I'm Clayton Fletcher. Thank you so much for listening.
It's not rough, it isn't fun. 